2: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. Not only have I been the owner of Mint Mobile for the last few years, I've also been a customer. I don't know if you knew this, but anyone can get the same premium wireless for $15 a month plan that I've been enjoying. It's not just for celebrities. So do like I did and have one of your assistant's assistants switch you to Mint Mobile today. I'm told it's super easy to do at mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms.
2: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. Not only have I been the owner of Mint Mobile for the last few years, I've also been a customer. I don't know if you knew this, but anyone can get the same premium wireless for $15 a month plan that I've been enjoying. It's not just for celebrities, so do like I did and have one of your assistant's assistants switch you to Mint Mobile today. I'm told it's super easy to do at mintmobile.com switch.
3: New
1: activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms.
0: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot do your thing however you cha-ching with shopify the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout 36 percent better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms get a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com offer 23
2: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds, owner of Mint Mobile, with a message for everyone paying big wireless way too much. Please, for the love of everything good in this world, stop. With Mint, you can get premium wireless for just $15 a month. Of course, if you enjoy overpaying, no judgments, but that's weird. Okay, one judgment. Anyway, give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for
4: full terms. All you got to do is you can wave at me, cool. You can dance with me, awesome. But don't mad dog me. Don't like, what is she doing? I am am totally like recharging my battery. So when I start the best part of my day, which is with my family, I'm recharged. (laughs) My name is Veronica Cisneros, and I am a licensed marriage and family therapist, a mama of three girls, and married for 23 years. I am obsessed with helping you navigate through the seasons of marriage, helping couples like you break free from feeling like roommates. I will teach you the secrets to having a healthy marriage by providing tools and tips to help you reconnect in a way that you can't keep your hands off each other. Where flirting and kissing is the norm in your household. Setting intentional time to date, get to know and support each other's dreams and goals so that you can grow together without keeping score or judging one another. Where you feel seen and heard even when you disagree where arguments end with mutual respect and understanding, where you work together to build and strengthen your family so no one feels like they're carrying the weight of the family on their own. These are the necessary skills your children need for you to model so that they develop healthy relationships and thrive in life. This is the Empowered and Unapologetic Podcast. Right before recording this episode, I gave it, I I started to think about like my relationship with Willie and how far we've come. And for those of you guys that don't know me, Willie and I were literally one month away from divorce, like one month away from the court papers being filed and it being legitimate. And I'm thinking about that and like how life, God, how life would be so much different than it is right now. Like we would have had to share Aaliyah. Um, and I'm stingy, so that wouldn't have worked out. But we would have literally had to share Leah, Aubrey and Brooklyn would not even exist. They would have never – we would have never had them. And I think about how different my life would have been one month away from divorce. One month away from divorce. And prior to recording this podcast episode, you know, I'm thinking about like what are the five habits – that a lot of couples are currently in right now, you know, um, and the impact that it has on their marriage and, you know, I'll be going through them, but as I'm going, as I was reading them and like, you know, after writing them all down, I thought, holy shit, like Woody and I had all of these negative unhealthy habits and there was nobody to teach us. It's not like we learned any skills really from our parents. I mean, both of us, both of our parents, you know, had very unhealthy marriages. Um, So much so that my mom to this day is like, I will, I don't even want to date. Why am I going to date? My mom has this unhealthy view of marriages, you know? And I just think about like where we were, (laughs) where we're at today and the fight. There was definitely a fight, you know, that both of us had to make, (sighs) there was a fight that we both had individually to become independent so that we can be together in the state that we are today. And don't get me wrong, Willie and I are not in any way, shape or form perfect. Like at all, there are times where I want to shake the shit out of him and he probably wants to shake the shit out of me too, you know? But like, honestly, had I known then what I know now, a lot of things would have been different. Willie and I would have Probably, I shouldn't say never because you really don't know, but Willie and I wouldn't have gone through some of those really, really, really bad, bad years. And I want to say years because it was definitely years. And these are tips that I want to give you so you start making these changes now instead of wait. You know, I'm on lives on Instagram and on Peanut Monday through Friday. And the same questions keep on coming up over and over again. You know, these women are in unhealthy relationships and they have compromised themselves so much to try to meet the needs of the marriage, meet the demands of the family, and they're at a loss because it's like, what do I do? I'm stuck. I feel like my husband gets to clock out, but I don't. I feel unappreciated, unseen. I feel resentment. Why am I the only one arguing? Why am I the only one trying to solve you know, this, this issue that we have in our relationship. I just, I don't want to do this anymore. And I'm hearing it happen over and over. And it's like, all right, I hear you. I hear all of you. So now we're going to do something about it. And if you guys are new to this podcast, I definitely highly recommend that you guys listen to the other podcasts because there's a whole hell of a lot of how-tos on here. And they're on here because I needed it. I needed literally a blueprint. I needed steps because I wasn't even aware of how bad our marriage was until it was almost too late. And I don't want to be this, I don't want it to be the same for you. I want things to change for you and your partner. I want you to live this fulfilled life. Live this life where you feel intentional. So here we go. Grab a pen and paper because you're definitely gonna to want to take notes. Here are the five habits that destroy marriages. So let's go to habit number one, lack of communication. Communication is the key to a healthy relationship. When couples stop communicating with each other, it can lead to misunderstandings, resentment, and ultimately the breakdown of the relationship. One of the biggest reasons why this is an unhealthy habit is because when there's no friendship, when you don't feel like you can be vulnerable with your partner, that's usually when communication starts to die. And, you know, I was talking to a woman today on one of the lives and she was, she was mentioning that, you know, her and her husband have the occasional, I love you, but she's literally on this path towards, she doesn't even realize it. She's on this path towards ending the relationship with her husband. And she has a great husband, she says, but she's flirting with her, she's flirting with her boss. And she finds her boss way more entertaining than her husband. Gottman calls this building love maps, being able to build love maps, being able to communicate with each other, not about like, oh, how was your day? How was your day? Great, great, awesome. Let's move on. You know, are you taking the kids to the you know soccer? Or am I like, that's not communication. And ultimately, the reason why you guys aren't communicating at the level you want to communicate is because that friendship That strong being the best of friends has died. Neither of you have shown interest in each other's lives. Neither of you have really taken the time to get to know your partner. What is his his likes, his dislikes? What is he thriving for, you know, in his life? Like what goals, what dreams does he have? Usually one of the reasons why we don't do that is because resentment has built in the relationship and we stopped asking, we stopped caring and we stopped caring because we don't feel like our partner is creating or yeah, our provi- creating that same environment for us. You know, when we start to talk about our work, he shuts down or just doesn't want to talk about it at all. And that's usually that right there is usually why the relationships just die and why the communication dies is because us taking the time to get to know each other There's no time. Or we make up the excuse there's no time. But it's ultimately because we're just not interested anymore. And we're not interested anymore because they stopped taking the time to hear about our day. So therefore, I could give two shits about his day. And I usually show more compassion than he does. He just wants my answers to be quick, where I'm willing to listen about the guy with the purple shorts. Maybe they were black. I don't remember and, you know, then he said this, wait a minute, no, he didn't say this. He said this. I'm willing to go out and hear my husband ramble on about his day. But yet when I'm trying to go out and process through it, he shuts me down and wraps it up. And I feel once again, ignored and just unimportant. Another habit that destroys marriages is infidelity. Infidelity is one of the most common reasons for divorce. Cheating on your partner can cause irreparable damage to the trust and intimacy in your relationship. A lot of us are under the impression that infidelity is what completely kills the relationship. Research studies have shown that only 26% of marriages fail due to infidelity. But I'm going to tell you right now, it's not a healthy habit. And so if you or your husband has stepped out of the relationship, it is very important that you guys have a conversation about it. You know, or before that even happens, a lot of I, I get a lot of questions from women on, you know, what are your thoughts about friendships of the opposite sex? And I'm gonna tell you right now, it's an absolute no, it's a thousand percent a no. It causes so much damage, it has you, you know, in this state of uncertainty. It has you question your partner. There's so many mixed feelings about it. And so it's very, very important. You have clear boundaries. You yourself know what's okay, what's not okay. What are your non-negotiables? Because if you don't know what your non-negotiables are and you and your partner have not communicated that, then you or your partner might be unfaithful and and not even know it. Veronica, what do you mean? How how, How am I unfaithful and not know it? Well, if you're texting, A man and your husband's like, dude, that's totally a non-negotiable. And to me, that's emotional cheating, regardless if you did or didn't have sex. It doesn't matter. That to me right there is cheating. It's very important you guys have that conversation because if you don't have that conversation, then you're not going to be aware of what is okay and what's not okay. In addition to that, it is extremely important. You guys also identify what are your areas of flexibility? What are areas that you're like, you know what? This one's totally go ahead of green light. This one's not a green light. Whatever that is, have that conversation now. Have that conversation now. Is porn a form of cheating? Is him or, you know, you liking Instagram photos, is that a form of cheating? You know, what, like the minute, and Veronica, well, I don't know. I I get that too. Veronica, I don't know. Well, if your husband was to like one of your friend's pictures and she's dressed up in a bikini, what are you feeling right now? Are you feeling pissed? Okay, then that's a, that's definitely a hell no. That's a non-negotiable. So that's where I want you guys to go. Like, if you if your friend is like, oh, she's like showing you her Instagram photos and she's scrolling through, and then all of a sudden you see your husband liking all of her pictures or one of the pictures. Where are you going to be at? I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to be pissed. That's not okay. That's not okay it, for me. It's totally a form of disrespect. But my marriage is obviously going to be different from yours. And yes, I know these conversations are uncomfortable and they need to be had because if you guys are in these unhealthy habits and it's happening in your relationship, then I don't want to, I'm not going to be the first one to tell you, but kind of that like your relationship is on the path towards divorce. You know, it may be divorce, it may not be divorce, it might be separation, but these are unhealthy habits, and I'm calling them out right now because it is so important. You guys know this, and you guys start developing these conversations, and if you don't know how to develop the conversations, let's work together. Let's work together. You are more than welcome to go ahead and contact my office, set up a meeting. Let's go ahead and get to work. Ladies, it's time for a masterclass, and I want to personally invite you This is a free class and I'm offering it live on four different days to accommodate everyone's schedule. I just didn't want anyone to miss out on this amazing class. Breakthrough connection and conversation blocks right now. You deserve the connection and conversation you dream of having in your marriage. I see a lot of women get stuck in this loophole of attempting to be everything to everyone and spin all of these plates. Most of them are left feeling resentful, overwhelmed and frustrated. They know they want something better, but they just don't know how to get it or even what it is. So I'm hosting a masterclass for women just like you. In this masterclass, you'll learn how to feel understood by your husband, even in times of conflict. You'll learn how to set intentional time aside for each other. You'll also learn how to feel more connected than ever before and learn how to fall in love with your best friend all over again, taking your relationship to the next level. Connection and healthy conversations are key to a successful marriage. Unfortunately, the longer couples wait to address their communication issues, the more resentment they feel toward each other. This puts the marriage at risk. You know you'd prefer not to spend the rest of your marriage feeling burnt out and overwhelmed. I hear you when you tell me I want to enjoy him and I'm tired of walking on eggshells. I just want to breathe and be excited again about my marriage. Join me to learn what it takes to build strength and grow a strong, healthy marriage. Ladies, it is time for you and I to meet so that you can take my free masterclass, Marriage Communication CPR. To sign up, go to veronicasisneros.org forward slash masterclass. Again, that's veronicasisneros.org forward slash masterclass. I can't wait to see you there. Let's go to the third one, neglecting your partner. Neglecting your partner can be just as damaging as cheating. When you stop paying attention to your partner's needs and desires, it can lead to feelings of loneliness and resentment. How many of you, by a show of hands, if you're driving, keep your hands on the wheels. um, How many of you feel neglected in your marriage? Go ahead and raise your hand up right now. I see you. I see you. A good amount of you feel neglected in your marriage. A good amount of you. Why do I feel neglected in my marriage? Well, it's kind of the reasons why you guys aren't communicating. You're feeling neglected because household chores, tasks, sports events, work have taken over your schedule. And take priority over building up that relationship. Your partner feels that too. And I'm going to tell you right now, I have totally guilty of neglecting my husband like I have I hate to say that because it's like shit really yeah really I own two businesses two businesses I have a podcast I have three girls that are all in like sports or working or they're involved and I want to be involved as a mother and I am but I'm going to tell you right now, I dropped the ball on them too. And I don't want to say that. I'm not like saying that proudly, but it's a thousand percent true. I have, I have dropped the ball on my kids and I have neglected my husband and my excuse. Well, it's not a big deal. It's not a big, big deal. He's fine. He's fine. How can he not be fine? He was deployed for seven months. So he's okay. He'll figure it out. He's a big boy. But the truth is, my husband has admitted to me like straight up, babe, there are times where I feel like I'm in competition with your work and I don't want to be in competition with your work. I don't want to compete with your work. And, and one of the primary reasons why I don't is because there are times where I believe that your work would win and you'd rather pay more attention to your work than to me. And when he said that to me, I was like, Psh, how selfish. Like, what are you talking about? I work, I'm cheating on you with my work or my work, you know, you have to compete with me or, you know, compete with my work. Like, really? No, you don't. No, you don't. And then there I am on a date checking emails. And it's like, oh, shit. Have you guys ever like done that where you were on a date and you were like totally checking emails or checking your posts or checking, you know, the insights on Instagram? Yeah, I've been guilty of that. I have been guilty of that. And there I am with my husband on a date and I'm working, you know, um, just recently we went away on Valentine for Valentine's weekend, or it was the weekend after Valentine's. Um, and we went up to Tahoe and I made a promise to myself first that I was not going to be on any form of social media and I was not going to work at all. I just wasn't going to do it. And I'm not going to lie to you. There was a part of me that's like, well, shit. I have businesses to run. You know, I have a team that definitely, you know, depends on me. But then I had to, like, challenge that with, yes, you, Veronica, you do have a team. You do have a full team. And your office, outside the norm counseling, that is a very well-oiled machine very well oiled machine. I have Carly as my clinical director. I have Deborah as my executive assistant and I have the clinicians that work for our our team. And they're all very much self-sufficient and they all know exactly what to do if problems come up and they're able to execute it very well. And I'm going to tell you right now, they did. They did. And the office didn't burn down. I, you know, we didn't lose the business just because I went away for the weekend and I decided to put my marriage first. I decided to put me first. Everything went fine. So I want you guys to grab a pen and paper. If you haven't grabbed one already, because you guys should have been taking notes. I'm not going to give you too much shit. But I want you to identify right now. And I want you to be honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself. How have you neglected your partner? How have you neglected your partner? Whether it be watching TikToks instead of having a conversation with him Whether it be, you know, him outside doing lawn work and you being out there too, you know, I, one thing that I would, I would do whenever Willie would do lawn work is I would go out there either with a beer or I would go out there with water. And I'm going to tell you right now, he absolutely, I didn't even need to go out there with him. He was so thankful that I thought of him and that connected us in so many ways. Wait a minute, Veronica, you giving him a glass of water, like connected you? Yes. It's the small things. It's the small things that creates connection. And so I want you guys to think about like, how have you neglected your partner? How have you started to keep score and resent them? So because you resent them, you stop doing things for them. You stop doing things because you wanted to. Write that down. And I'm not going to take it easy on you. I want you guys to write down a list of five Five things that you've done to neglect your partner. I'm going to call you out here. Household chores over your husband. Your work over your husband. Your goals over your husband. Going to sleep instead of sharing an intimate moment over your husband. Here's another way. This one's going to be like eye-opening for you. When you refuse to put yourself first. That is also way you neglect your partner. Let me explain. Let me explain. I could already hear you in my head. When you put yourself first, you have time for your husband. You have reset. You're not going to him after a long day tired. You're not going to your family after a long day tired. One thing that I've actually done that's really, really helped me is my office is literally like 12 minutes away from my house. Like it's it's not far. But before, I would use that time to check emails, check, um, check my emails, check my text messages, make phone calls. Like literally, I would do all of those things. So I was still working. And instead, what I did was I went ahead and I decided, well, I need to put me first because in order for me to be an excellent and exceptional mother and an exceptional wife, I need to be reset fully charged up. So when I when I start the best part of my day, it's not with me having an empty gas tank. And so what I do is I like totally rock out. I'm listening to reggaeton. I'm listening to love music. Um, and usually it's love music. I'm listening to country, Morgan Wallen, bad bunny, you name it. I'm listening to music and I am singing in the car if I know all the words. And even if I don't, I'm still singing. I am dancing in the car. Like if you pulled up right next to me, it's like literally a club. I'm in a club, it's happening, party of one. All you gotta do is you can wave at me, cool. You can dance with me, awesome. But don't mad dog me. Don't like what is she doing? I am I am totally like recharging my battery. So when I start the best part of my day, which is with my family. I'm recharged, but I really want you to identify in what ways am I neglecting my partner? Next one is constant criticism. Criticizing your partner constantly can be emotionally draining and can make them feel unappreciated. It can also lead to feelings of insecurity and low self-esteem. How many of you criticize your partner for loading the dishwasher wrong? Criticize your partner for not checking the emails. Criticize your partner for not planning out your anniversary. Criticizing your partner for not knowing what you want for your birthday. Criticizing your partner because he has a different work ethic than you do. Yeah, all of them have been me. All of them have totally been me. And I know they're you too. So right now, I want you to start writing down. How have you criticized your partner? And I want you to be honest with yourself, like legitimately, I want you to be honest with yourself. How have you criticized your partner? And don't go easy. Don't go easy on yourself. I'm really, really calling you out. And it's important I call you out because a good amount of us have been stuck in this cycle where this is what we do. And we've been doing it for a very, very long time. And we're not going to do that anymore. And we're not going to do that anymore because it's not working. It's not working. So we got to do something different. So what are you doing? What are you doing right now That is that can definitely be a form of criticism or comes across as criticism? Write it down. And again, I want you to be a thousand percent honest with yourself. This isn't where I'm like, oh my God. You know, I want you guys to like totally just be pissed off at yourselves. This this isn't that. I just want you to hold yourself accountable for what you do and how often you do it. So, go ahead and write that down. Willie and I totally have different work ethics. Totally different work ethic, and it's not that mine's better than his or his is better than mine. It's just different. And there were times that, and I'm I'm going to, there were times, I'm not going to lie. There are still times that I need to reel myself back. But there are times where it's like, Willie, just put it in your calendar right now. Because if you don't put it in your calendar, you're going to forget about it. And he's like, Veronica, I got it. And then I'll ask him, hey, babe, did you get this done? And he's like, oh, shit, I totally forgot. Are you freaking kidding me? Are you, I told you to put it on your freaking calendar. This is why I knew you were going to forget. You always forget. Criticism. And this is where I'm complaining about him. I'm not complaining about the problem. And so, yeah, it's happened so many times, so many times where it's like, babe, jump on board with me. This is the way you handle things. This is the way you do things. And he hasn't. And because he hasn't, I have given him shit for it. I've given him shit for it. And it has shown. It has shown because it's impacted just The mood for the rest of the day and how we connect. And I end up having to apologize. And so let's go ahead and skip that. Let's go ahead and skip having to apologize. And instead, let's go ahead and do something beforehand. So if you are criticizing in your marriage, I'm gonna tell you right now, that's one of the four horsemen, the four horsemen of the apocalypse. And it is definitely Gottman calls this. One of the four horsemen, and the reason why is because it's one of the predictors of divorce if you're criticizing, and you're using judgment. So if that's you, honey, I'm going to tell you right now, knock that shit off. Write it down, though. In what ways do you criticize your husband? In what ways are you guilty of criticizing your husband? Again, be honest. I'm asking you to challenge yourself outside your comfort zone. And the minute any of you, and I'm pointing my finger at you guys. The minute any of you are like, well, wait a minute, Veronica, he criticizes me too. Uh Uh-uh, we're not doing that. I want you to hold yourself accountable. We're going to work on him too. But for right now, and he could totally listen to this podcast, if he doesn't, if he does any of these unhealthy habits, all right. It's something for him to work on, but you're not going to work on it for him. And we're not going to call him out because then we're just going into blaming. And then it creates this perpetual cycle with nothing being done. And we don't want to be there right ladies? All right, next one. Refusing to compromise. Oh my God. I can't tell you how many women refuse to compromise and men. I'm going to call them out too. Relationships require compromise and sacrifice. When one partner refuses to compromise, it can lead to feelings of resentment and frustration. Ladies, listen in. This is in no way, shape, or form me telling you to compromise who you are to meet the needs of the relationship. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, yeah, there's areas in which we're going to need a compromise. Let me go ahead and give you a quick example. I remember, Willie and I actually recorded a podcast episode on this, but I remember he told me, he's like, an emergency on your part does not constitute an emergency on mine. I swear to you, when he said that, I, I literally, if I could pick them up and throw them, I was so mad. I was like, what do you mean? Like, if it's an emergency on my part, it better be for damn sure an emergency on yours. And if it's not, well, you don't love me or you don't love me and the kids because the only reason why it would be an emergency on my part is because it's something that fulfills the kids. It's something that I need to get done right now. It's something that you neglected, criticism, to do in the first place. That has not gone well that has not gone well not even in the slightest bit be willing to ne- to compromise what are the areas that you're not willing to negotiate and what are areas that are negotiable be very very clear you might find that once you and your partner start having a conversation about areas of non uh, areas that are non-negotiable areas of flexibility you might find that some of the area- some of the things that you have in the non-negotiable list you're willing to go ahead and compromise After you've heard his point and after you've listened for clarity, then it's like, oh, that makes sense. That makes total sense. Let me give you a quick example. And this kind of goes back to the podcast that I recorded. So for me, it was like, this is a non-negotiable. If the freaking smoke alarm, smoke detector batteries messed up, or if you took the battery off because we needed to buy more batteries it's a non-negotiable. It has to be replaced either that day or the next day. Because the house is gonna be on fire and we're not gonna be able to detect it because the damn smoke detector's off. Willie's argument was, Veronica, that's one smoke detector. That hallway has six smoke detectors. I was like, oh. Okay, wait a minute. Yeah, it really has six? Yes, Veronica, look. Oh, okay. All right. Used to be a non-negotiable. Now there's areas of compromise. You see where I'm going? I'm not compromising myself. I'm willing to go out and compromise because it makes sense. And he might be a little bit. Don't get me. Don't get it twisted, Willie, if you're listening to this. He might be a little bit, right? Little bit. Not all the way. Calm down. Calm down. All right. And the fifth unhealthy habit that destroys marriages. Oh, wait a minute. I already said it. Refusing to compromise. I already said it. Oh, I'm, I'm saying it again. I didn't mess up. I'm just saying it again for those for those of you that weren't willing to listen. So, go ahead and again jot down what are areas that you now can see from his standpoint that from his stance that you're willing to go ahead and compromise. And just go ahead and list again. And I want five five things. What are five things you're willing to compromise? Again, you're not compromising yourself. What are five things you're willing to compromise? Go ahead. I'll wait. Five things you're willing to compromise. Again, in no way, shape or form, am I asking you to compromise who you are to meet the needs of the relationship but I am most definitely asking you to be aware and mindful of what things might be impacting your relationship negatively. And as long as you're able to identify what these things are, well now we're on the road towards recovery. And that's where we want to be, right? In conclusion, there are just a These are just a few of the habits that can destroy marriages. It's important to remember that relationships require effort and commitment from both partners. By destroying these habits and working together, couples can build a strong and healthy relationship that lasts a lifetime. Although a good amount of us get stuck in that unhealthy habit of wanting to be right, your marriage loses. It loses every time. If one of you win, your marriages lose. But if you're willing to go ahead and look at it, from a different stance, from a different perspective, everything then changes. And that's what we want. We want true change. All right, ladies. I cannot wait to see you at the masterclass if you haven't signed up yet. Girl, what are you waiting for? You want somebody else to take your seat? Right now, the masterclass will be free. It is a two-hour online live masterclass. I'm going to be teaching you how to... Wait for it. I'm going to be teaching you how to feel understood by your husband, even in times of conflict. Learn how to set intentional time aside for each other. Feel more connected than ever before and learn how to fall in love with your best friend all over again. This masterclass is called Marriage Communication CPR and I can't wait to see you there. For those of you guys that are like, oh my God, I want to sign up right now, write this down. Go to veronicasisnerosorg forward slash workshop. Again, veronicasisnerosorg forward slash workshop. You are not going to want to miss this masterclass. See you there. Let's be honest. We can all use a little help in our marriage, especially when it comes to communicating. I have created a guide just for you. Five Things That Are Killing Your Marriage Tips from a Therapist Find out if you are making these marriage mistakes Ladies, this guide is 100% free I will give you practical tips And easy to use strategies to apply right away You all know I'm a huge advocate for couples I am on a mission to help you and your partner Experience stress-free living With this free guide We are setting our marriages up for success But it starts with you You will find this free guide here in the show notes or go to www.VeronicaCisneros.org. The information I will be providing you is next level. And people pay good money to get these tips that I will be giving you for free. Don't forget to share this with a friend. What's up, ladies? Just want to let you guys know that your ratings and reviews for this podcast are greatly appreciated. If you love this podcast, please go to iTunes right now, write a review, rate the episode, and subscribe. Don't forget to share it with your friends.
5: Hey there. This is Casey McGuire-Davidson, host of the Hello Someday podcast. and live more. I'll teach you how to navigate our drinking-obsessed culture without a buzz and how to turn the decision to stop drinking from your worst-case scenario to the best decision of your life. You can find new episodes of the Hello Someday podcast every Thursday, wherever you listen, and I hope you check it out.
6: Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out com. New episodes every Monday. See you there.
3: I know. I know we've been taught that motherhood requires alcohol. I know we've been taught not to question our relationship with alcohol until we've lost everything. And I know we've been taught that if we do dare to examine our relationship with alcohol, we need to head straight to AA and declare ourselves an alcoholic who is powerless to alcohol forever. But what if all that isn't true? That's definitely not my story. I'm Suzanne, the host of the Sober Mom Life podcast. I'm an influencer who stopped drinking in January 2020, and since then, I've been telling the truth about motherhood, influencing, alcohol, and sobriety. If you suspect, deep down, that glass, or three, of wine at night might just be making motherhood harder, well, you're right. Come and join me as I chat with other sober and sober curious moms. Let's laugh, cry, and normalize sobriety together, all while we reheat our coffee for the fourth time today.
7: It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol.